And we're back. Hey. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode 11, guys. Hey there. 11. 11. It's always exciting. It's that awkward pause as you sort of process what episode we're on. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. No? <laughs> Good. We need to get some energy today. Good. We're great. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Yeah, we should start doing some calisthenics right before the yeah. episode. Just oh, get God. you all get your blood going. <laughs> yeah. Like do a little stretch. Workout. Touch your head this way. Touch your head that way. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty good. Well, you know, Ooh. my blood is just pumping with after after fighting off that werewolf. I don't think yeah. I've seen yeah, one. Yeah, that in was real exciting. Life. Two werewolves. That was, and a fireball. Mm. That was rough. Yeah. I was actually, there was that moment of fear. I'm like, oh, did I overdo yep. it? But <laughs> did you just scorch Brokos to the earth? <laughs> yeah, that was that If was you had me. done another fireball, yeah, we would have been in trouble. Yeah. Two fireballs, but I think too much. I mean, yeah, that would have been pretty bad. Two fireballs most, do kill most parties at level yeah. five. Hmm. It's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> in my experience <laughs> so if we need to wrap this up early we know how to do it now Couple fireballs right, peace right. out <laughs> all right well um i don't know it, i would say the update that i have is that you know for the listeners i think we've got some feedback that the episode last time sounded the best so far we have switched uh, over to recording on Riverside FM, and so far I'm very happy with the quality over Zoom. And I bemoan the fact that we didn't start there from the beginning, but here we are, and we're going forward. We're good to go. And probably, right? probably within, I'm thinking three to four episodes, maybe we won't be back in person. So we're getting close. I feel it. Everybody's getting shots in the arms. So just got to get, get a few more pieces of gear here, and then... Maybe we we'll actually get to meet Jeff in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Most of us have actually never seen him in actual real life. <laughs> I look completely different. It's going to be so. shocking. <laughs> yeah, I've got beautiful hair that you'll oh, see. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to share because I had a birthday and my, yeah. oh, you can't really see. Oh, there you kind of see them. My children got me these beautiful Ooh, opalite nice. dice. That's really nice. Oh, that's, yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Look at, that really was uh, sparkling there in the light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did it? Yeah, here's another one. Ooh, so pretty. Nice. And they roll like gangbusters. Oh, nice. they feel super nice. Like yeah. I'm like I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I have to say, I'm having a little dice envy. Just because there's that stone and it's like, oh. I need more dice. Yes, that's what's missing from our lives. Yes. <laughs> more dice. More dice. Ah, all righty. Well, let's, um, if any, anybody else has anything, then let's do Alar. Okay. Are you ready? You got something yeah. for us? Nice. The heroes of Vadragan battled against the werewolf infiltrators, saving the life of Vincent Coyne. <clears throat> they didn't bear the marks of the Darkrun Syndicate, so what other forces are at play in Knockabout? Perhaps a trip to the dig site will reveal more today on Dungeon Patrol. Mm, such optimism. I like it. I have some anxiety about this dig site excursion. Eh, it'll be fine. Well, what if my nemesis is there? Well, she will be, or will have been. I mean, isn't that the point? Yeah, that's why I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm actually ready. I don't know that I'm actually oh. ready to face off against Vosh. Hmm. But we'll see what happens. You need another we'll level or two because she's probably leveling too. So yeah, I know, you know? and that's. I mean, yeah. that's the problem. That's and digging up magic items that are going to be used against us. So sooner than sooner is better. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because yeah, we I really agree. don't know what they're digging up out there, yeah. do we? Exactly. Mm, scary. Do not. Yeah, she Ancient powerful probably, altars or, you know, artifacts. She's, she's probably pretty awesome considering, like, how tough those Golgonan were. Great. Okay. <laughs> so we did do a little bit of um, um, side shopping and uh, equipment swapping so, and, uh, and leveling and resting. Yeah. And so I think we're ready. Did anybody want to share anything about their new level or you just want to surprise people? Let's just go. 
Yeah. So after, so basically we'll just move things along. So you, you made your way out of the red building, um, uh, following after Vincent coin and going upstairs, just as a note, uh, Yignan obviously heard the ruckus and they had secured the upstairs and the, the the patrons had all been ushered out. The doors had been locked. The goblins oh. were all armed, and it looked like they were just about ready to storm down. I think there might have been some trepidation when you know they saw fireballs <laughs> causing a, a ruckus in their basement. But yeah, they're probably not too happy about that. No, no, there's there's some damage down there. You're probably not going to get your deposit. Um, but uh, Coin and Yignan apparently had an exchange just before the lot of you came up because you spent just a little bit recovering and looting before heading upstairs. So yeah, he sees you probably just waves you out because it looks like they've got some, some concerns to deal with. And then after that, yeah, you headed out and went and acquired some gear and probably returned eventually to the augury to await your meeting with Sila. Yes. I think that's what we're going to say we're at now. Yep. All right. And at this point, it is late afternoon. So it's, uh, I mean, it's probably five o'clock at least. So, wow. I mean, because you, your meeting me. was at three, and then you had your fight and recovery and shopping and whatever. So, oh, okay. I think, I think you probably have mm-hmm. dinner in there. So, yeah, it's, it's getting late in the day, and you await Sila's arrival at your apartments. And she arrives. Oh, good. <laughs> so I don't know if you're hanging out in all of the same spot or if Dagmar, you're in, in the hall, but you, uh, Brokos, yeah. make me some tea. <laughs> yeah, I was going to have some tea myself, so yeah, it's no problem. So you, you hear the, uh, the gentle rap on the door. And... I, I've, I answered the door. Hello, Sila, come in. Yeah, with some trepidation. She just, she's very anxious looking. She's clutching her little handbag and, and, you know, her hands and just, it's just, and uh, she looks around and scuttles into your apartment. She shut the door behind her. Are you ready to go? Um, I, I, well, it's, we're going to have to go later tonight and when it's dark and closed and, uh, but yes, it's going to be very tricky. I scouted out the route, but how... Are you able to hide yourselves, or are you sneaky? We yes. can be. I can. I'm, I mean, I am able to disguise myself. What do I need to look like? A cobalt. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> You're towering over everybody else. Well, I mean, you would not. You would have to touch me or something in order to see that I was not cobalt size. So it'd be fine. I'd be fine. Well, I've been working on a little song that should be powerful enough to make you seem as if you're not there. Oh, all of us? Well, I suppose I could sing it about all of us. I can I can turn into a little mouse and crawl in someone's pocket, too. Oh, you're you're all full of surprises. Mm. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I've been so so dreadfully worried about this and I can get into so much trouble like I could lose my job. So uh, I, I will come back and get you uh, probably in about five hours. That oh. seems a long time. It's the best. It's, uh, the last yeah. shift workers will have gone home, and then we just have to navigate around the night guards. Oh, okay. We will see you at 10? Yes. You, you, you might want to pack a, a dinner, a lunch, a snack. I like snacks. And uh, with that, she will just look around anxiously and scuttle back out and disappear into the night. Well, I don't usually eat after 8 o'clock. Not good for sleep. Well, tonight you will not be sleeping, it sounds. So maybe pack a snack. Well, it gives you ample time to rest. Okay. There shall be resting. Okay. And it sounds like you've all made the necessary preparations. Yes, we are ready. We are prepared. I am always prepared. Until you have to brush your hair. All I need is my trusty lute. And and hairbrush? That seems my to be very important. My hair is naturally like this. Oh, I see. 
(laughs) Some of us are just lucky, Tris. Mm. Okay. So I will be. Actually, feels slightly self-conscious now. Like Tris about her hair. Yeah, just a little. Like oh. I thought that my hair was fine. I don't know. <laughs> don't understand. Have you seen my dancing? Don't worry. Don't. It'll it'll get better if you practice, Tris. <laughs> All right. I, she's coming back now. I'm ready to go. All right. What, well, what you. Is all uh, of this? You rest. You pack your pack your snacks, and uh, through the course of resting, you your energy is restored, and you feel like you are definitely stronger, a little better prepared for the horrors to come, because you're sure that something is waiting for you out there. Now that you've played your hand, so yes, uh, if Celia is, if anything, she's definitely punctual. So right at ten, she knocks on the door again. All right. Then I gather my things and I I stride into the hallway because I'm ready to go. She's got her, she's got a little backpack on and uh, she looks a little bit more composed, but also still a bit anxious. All right. You're ready. You're sure about this? Yeah, let's, let's go. We've been waiting so long. Yes, let's go. Okay. We're going to, we're going to take a uh, circuitous route through zone three. We'll have to go through. The Crypt Keeper's area, I, I've heard some rumors that over the last several hours, things are happening. Uh, it was a guard report, there was fighting in the street. I, I don't suppose you knew anything about that. Fighting in the street? No. We've well, that should be, a good, should be a good distraction. Yes, provide us some cover. All right. Well, she will lead you from the augury back north across the bridge where you can admire the uh, the late night view of the city and you'll make your way through zone three. Um, I'd like to um, cast uh, using my monk ability, the pass without trace on all of us. Cool. So we all get a plus 10 to stealth checks. Nice. Cool. Cool. Wow. How long does that last? Uh, an hour. hour. Wow, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Look at you guys, level six. They're going to be surprising me all night. I may have to throw out some more fireballs. <laughs> 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 okay, well, I, I've presented the map for, for District 3. We're, we're not going to make you move your pawns all erratically through the buildings, but basically she leads you kind of through the west side, darting down some alleys, and trying to keep out of sight. There is there is activity on the streets. There are, there are definitely pockets of roving, looks like either bands of guards or gang members, you're not sure. But using your various stealth abilities now combined with the Dagmar's enhancement, unless you're looking for a fight, I think you can safely avoid these people. So uh. you you wind your way back around all the way up to the northern cliff wall, and then you're going to basically move, and I've already put your pawns on where you, where you end up. You basically move along the cliff wall through the, the residential area and back to where you first emerged from Copaco, where uh-huh. they, the, I'm not going to say secret because it's visible, but it's not announced. There's a, like a vault door there. Uh, right near there is an actual entrance to uh, some the crypts, which you had just sort of passed by before. And there is nobody, nobody in that area. And the uh, even though the alleys are well lit here, you cling to the shadows. And she does point out there are there is a guard up in the tower that you will need to elude by trying to keep to the shadows that, that there are to creep over next to the wall to get out of his line of sight. And that is actually where I will make you make your first stealth checks. Cool, cool. And we have plus 10? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. That's amazing. That and is you're a not 20... at disadvantage now because of your breastplate? Is that the deal? I am not at disadvantage. That is a 22. Wow. 16. I, I I I can add, yeah. 
I got a 36. Wow. That's crazy. Well, I got 27. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lasila got a 20. So we'll do this as a group skill challenge. So since um, four out of, well, yeah, four out of the five of you. You can just successful. say Brokos failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Succeeded. We were all thinking it. So, right. yeah. <laughs> um, he, he possibly hears something, uh, you know, something, but looking around, you manage to assist Brokos to get out of the way and press your bodies against the cold stone of the outer works of the Copaco structure. Uh, you had looked at this previously and you know that the, the, the main compound was some originally like a dwarvish fortress or something that has been heavily renovated by the kobolds. So you creep along and get to the vault door and Sela will very quickly uh, put her key in and start turning it and look back at you anxiously one last time and say, are you sure? There's, there's really probably not much going back now. Yes. I, I'm not sure why there would not be going back, but yes, we need to go. So let's do this. Thank you for your assistance. <sighs> Just hopefully this is for the best of the company. So she gets the vault door open and motions you inside to the, uh, you see the narrow stone passage and you can creep inside now. I have revealed that on your map. It is a simple, small, five-foot-wide L-shaped passage. Are we supposed to be turned now, Cobalt, or are we still okay to be? Uh, you'll want to get your disguises on once once I get this door closed. Okay. Or whatever you're going to do. Sounds like uh, she gives Alar a little, little smile. Your magic man can do something amazing. Your magic man. Hello, magic man. I'm not magic. It's my music that's magic. All right, magic man. All right. So you get you get into the hall, and she closes the door with a degree of finality and then locks it from the inside, withdrawing her key. And she says, yes, just beyond that next door is uh, the... It's another foyer, which you've seen. We're going to need to scurry through and then... I'll lead you to the stairs to, to take us down to the work area and whenever you're ready. Okay. Does anybody want invisibility? I mean, sure. I mean, if that, if you can do that for everybody. Yeah, or... Is it a spell per, it's going to be your spell slots? What's that? Yeah, I would use spell slots. Like all of them, um, right? I don't want to. I'll just turn into a, a rat and get up on your shoulder, Alar. Okay. Yeah, if it uses, if, if you have to do one per, then yeah, I can just. I can just do my um, my uh, disguise self. Because I can disguise myself as well, so okay. I can be a kobold. Um, what about you, Dagmar? Do you need invisibility? Um, no, I with the plus twenty. I'm. I think I'm you're probably okay. gonna. Yeah. Hide. <laughs> okay. Rogue is okay. gonna rogue. Rogue is gonna rogue. Okay, so we've got a rat, a couple disguises, and a stealthy rogue. All right, so she looks appreciatively at you, and for those of you who have disguises, she'll just kind of give you some suggestions about what to, how to, can you change your garb, or is it just your physical appearance? Nope, yep, it, nope, the garb, it, this looks like they are that creature. The only thing that they can be as far as if they, someone get touched, you know, if they touch them or grab them, it's just like, you know, but they look like if they're wearing garb or whatever. Actually, how tall are kobolds? Yeah, we're going to yeah, seem like big kobolds. That's the one thing, a foot taller Hard. and shorter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think kobolds are around three and a half, four feet tall. So we're like definitely going to be tall kobolds. We're very tall, tall kobolds. kobolds. I'll just, I can also crouch down. I'll just. Yeah, there you go. Sure. You can probably. Uh, if you're wearing some, some robes. Deception. You probably, yeah. And, and, and she, she, gives, she gives you some direction on how to appear like the guards which you would have probably seen at least a couple guards on your way out, the Kubico guards. So, all right, then with that said, she leads you into a actually brightly lit foyer room. You didn't have a lot of time the last time you came through here to really appreciate the scenery, but mm -hmm. it's a pretty large chamber. It's about 25 by 40 or so. Uh, it's magic lamps 
darting uh, dotted across the ceiling and there's a oval pool filled with koi in the middle their little fins and scales scintillating in the light mm, are those three eating <laughs> she shakes her head no although people want to try them sometimes but i hear they're expensive <laughs> mm. uh Plush rugs lie in the area, and there's some statues uh, around the room, along with probably about a dozen different doors leading out to many directions, including a double set of double doors leading out to the east room. She points to the south and says, well, this is where we're going, and uh, she will lead you across the way to another door, assuming that you guys follow her. Mm-hmm. Yes, they follow. Mm-hmm. All right, so she's going to lead you through a maze of corridors here. So, Triss, are you taking? Are you gonna take the lead? Sure, I'll take the lead, unless unless Dagmar wants yeah. to take the lead. I can always get down and just walk around like a little rat to get ahead of them. Yeah, I don't want you on my. She opens the door, and beyond there is a like a twenty foot uh, hall, and which turns left and widens at the end. So, Triss, as you you reach the L shape and start turning. Yes. Make a perception roll. A perception roll. That is, oh, that is a 16. All right. You hear somebody coming down the hall from the opposite direction. There is a door right next to you that you could try. Other than that, you may have to either, I mean, there's not a lot of places for Dagmar to just hide. All right. I will try the door. Does the door open? Uh, it does not open. You think you you hear this? Uh, basically, around that corner, uh, you, it sounds like there is somebody is securing another vault door. So it looks like Dagmar has kind of moved up behind you. He would have, you know, a, just a quick action to try to get it open. I will tell him quick, open the door. I will do that. All right. So Dagmar, you slide up, pulling out your tools pressure on to see if you can get this door open in time. Ooh, I rolled a one. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I rolled a one, and that's not going to be enough, but All that's, right. I think, an 11. I will, sh oh, does it open with an 11? It does not open. All right, then I will shove him on the ground and sit on him. <laughs> wow. I will cast invisibility on him right now. Oh. All right. <laughs> I, I was nice. really curious where that was going to go. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Make him look just like, you know, a big pile of rags or something. I don't know. That's <laughs> the best I got. What do you want? Where did this come from? <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Well, now you were I'm right. sitting awkwardly on nothing. You were right, Dagmar. Those dice weren't rolling that hot today. No, no, I had one good one, and then oof, wow, needed better on that one. Okay, so Dagmar's invisible, and we've got two. We've got a rat who can probably scurry and hide, mm -hmm. and then two, two burly-looking tall kobold guards. I try and look very like kobold guardy. Um, I like it. Let's uh, make a deception roll. All right. You gotta break out your skills. I, I don't really have a lot of skills in deception, though. Uh, no, I don't. It's a seven. What? It's not nothing. Well, I get a <laughs> 17. All right. So a, a, a similarly dressed Copaco uh, guard uh, holding a ring of keys comes around the corner, and he was oblivious to all of you and just looks with complete surprise at this odd collection of uh, guards kind of blocking his way and uh, he's like oh what what is this who are you there's only two of us there's only two guards that he yeah, sees two guards well, and, and, and a mouse so Sela says a rat Sela will oh, that's true Sela too <laughs> yeah Sela um, we, we're here to do a special investigation what with all the activity going on inside special orders from the chief engineer to do a night patrol and she's going to attempt a bluff. It's not her forte, but if one of you want to 
join in, you can. Well, um, well, I get a fifteen to aid her. Nice. I don't think I should. No, you you definitely. No, not. you don't do anything now. <laughs> Just look intimidating, which you're naturally good at. No, he's invisible. No, he's invisible. He does oh, nothing. No, no, he no, no, no. I'm sorry, Triss. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I mean, is that another? Is that another deception? Um, I, well, I'm going to say you, you, you're just going to stand there awkwardly. So Okay, I will stand. Well, I So Alar aided, and she, so that guess she gave her a natty 19, so she gets like a 25, which is really amazing. So he looks confused, tries to put one and three together, and since he does recognize her, and you guys are wearing the outfits, he will suspiciously walk past. All right, I've just cleared the area, but if that's what the chief engineer wants, and he will pass by you and uh, make his way back to the other room. Good. All right. Now we keep going. Whew. That was nerve-wracking. So Sheila will lead you back around where he just came from, where there is indeed a vault door, and she's going to proceed to open that up. Okay. Okay. So she opens that up and it's basically just reveals a like a five by fifteen hall with another door. You get a sense that there's a there's a lot of layers to this onion that she's leading you through. I do not understand all of these very awkward short short hallways and doors. What is the point? And a foyer you... that's in the back corner of the building. It's very strange. Oh, do you, I mean, do you want to ask her? Oh, no, I'm asking her out loud. Yes, I ask her. <clears throat> what? Well, this, uh, these are places for security, maintenance. Uh, most people aren't, aren't allowed back here. And as far as awkward shapes, I, I'm not a, well, I am an engineer, but I'm, yeah, <laughs> uh, we had to work within the confines of the pre-existing structure when this was originally modified. So there's a, a lot of the old building, uh, still makes up this, uh, this compound. So that's, that's. There's a lot of awkward shapes, I admit that. But it also helps hide the secret stuff. Oh, you were still talking, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I just keep walking. All right. So she's just going to keep leading you down. Uh, there's another room. And on the map, I didn't bother decorating every last room. But there, there are interesting things along the way. Uh, related to Copaco, but as you get deeper into this, you get a sense that yeah, you're you are off the beaten path as far as where people normally go. It's kind of like being uh, in the secret tunnels under the airport or something, where it's like <laughs> only the security people are allowed down here. All right, we continue. All right, so I'm gonna just continue revealing. So what happens is you go down the stairs, and she leads you through an, basically it's just a. A, a series of doors for people listening to this. It's like another four doors wrapping around to yet another hallway. And it just continues to go on and on and on and, and on. on. Yes. So what is going to happen is in this next hall, there's going to be another guard coming through. I'm going to go ahead and reel the entire hall though. You get a sense of how far this thing goes. There you go. I, Oh, I see it. Uh, yes, okay. Yeah, just don't mind it. it. You are below where you were before, so... So it doesn't actually huh? connect. We couldn't it, have just... It doesn't. Ju okay. It doesn't actually connect, so... Oh, I know okay. that looks confusing. All right. So we are about here. Is that is that where we are now? Yeah, so it looks like that then now. Okay. I'm tired of walking all this because I've got much shorter legs, so I'm just going to crawl up on Trissa's shoulder. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, I assumed you were on somebody's shoulder. Yeah, I was I, just kind of, I got off for a while there just to scurry away during the incident. All right. So as you guys are going down this next hall, you see, again, coming towards you, another guard. So you can you can attempt to hide in another side door or attempt your ruse again. Well, the bluff worked so well last time. We just do that. <laughs> Tris feels confident. Wow. Okay. I was going to say Dagmar should try to hide us, but. Yeah, um, I think because I would try to unlock one of the side doors. 
Okay. By instinct, I probably would try to do that. Okay. Get your get your mojo back. Time to get your mojo, yeah. mojo back. Yeah, I got to do it. Okay. Um, then uh, this door looks, I'm going to say, less secure than that other door did. So oh, make nice. your make your check. All right. Let's see. Uh, it's better. It's a twenty. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay, that's you make short work out of it. So you see a guard kind of much farther down the hall, and he seems to be doing like door checks. And you just pop the door right open, and then a lot of you make a uh, make a stealth check to all get in quickly and quietly. Do we still have the plus ten, or did is it been over an hour? It has not been over an hour. It's okay, good. Been like fifteen minutes. I assume if I'm on someone's shoulder, I don't need to make a stealth check. No, you don't. Twenty three. Am I still invisible? You are. Uh, yeah. And I get a thirty five. It gives you advantage on that deck. Mark. Yeah, I got a thirty. Oh, it's advantage. Yeah, or I mean, I don't know. 10? Plus ten. Some people say plus ten. There's no really truth out there. Some people okay. say advantage. I've always do plus ten. So it's like a pass that, without a trace. Okay, well, so real, that there's not you know, no, I went and looked back because for my own DM, and there was no decisive like this gives you as invisibility. This gives you. It's all like a DM call, which is crazy. So I've always personally done it like you have pass without a trace. You just add ten to your when you're invisible with your stealth. But someone's like, well, if you're making sound, it still doesn't take away from the fact that just because you're invisible doesn't mean that you're quiet. You know, you're mm -hmm. invisible. So some people just say you get to roll with an advantage. So it's really a DM call. There is no. There is no answer out there from actual D&D. &D. Hmm. Yeah, weird. Well, it seems like it'd be more advantageous to get advantage if you're already getting plus 10 from Dagmar's... Correct. Right? Your yes. Ability. So then that means you would basically have advantage and plus 10? Mm. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Because I'm invisible and <clears throat> pass without a trace. So do we want to do advantage or do we want to do plus 10? Just do advantage, but then you still have the plus 10, so... You should. It's fine. So thirty-one. You are, yeah, <laughs> you guys are remarkably stealthy. I thought this was going to be more difficult, but mm. you continue to impress me, and I like it. Well. So you you hear the guard making his way down the hall, and he passes by, and then goes through the door uh, right next to you, back the way you just came, opening up the way for you to continue forward. Okay, good. Let's go. Okay, then you do that. You can as we down leave, the hallway. I relock the door behind us. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you. Yeah. Maintaining the Copoco security. Maybe there's job for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> all right. Well, she leads you all the way down the hall to another larger vault door and looks around nervously. The I'm just going to say the second door from that one on your right, so you a door you pass, you hear some noise from inside, like somebody's talking. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop to listen for a second. Ooh. Is that is that like a perception? Yeah, that would be perception. So I rolled a 19, so that gives me a 22. Yeah, you hear a it's. Clearly a cobalt voice, obviously muffled through the door. And with that, it's, I mean, it sounds like uh, chanting, like, um, you know, arcane type chanting. Hmm. That is a weird, that is weird. We don't know what how they that? keep the power flowing. Mm -hmm. I, I will ask Sila, what is that? That is weird. <laughs> so she's, she's standing there at the vault and looks back. Well, it's, it's probably... One of the company mages working late. Company mages. There's company mages. What are they? What do company mages do? I I don't know. I'm not a mage. I'm an engineer. Why do you keep asking me these things? Um, and actually, uh, while you're standing there in the hall, you hear the, that chanting stop, and then there's some rustling, and then the door sounds like somebody's about to come through the door. Right there next to you guys. What do you want to try to? What do you want to do? I, I, we shall confront them. Ask them yeah. why are they are working late. As soon as uh, Tris says that, I'm going to get off of her and get right by the door and wait for it to open and then creep it. Get in there. Okay. <laughs> I would like to climb up the wall, invisible. 
kind of like spread across and just try to get out of the way. Okay. So Tristan. I'm gonna draw my rapier and point it at the door. Oh my. Jeez. Okay, well, we're all a, falling. Tr- I guess uh, we're, guess we're falling Triss's sleep. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing you're doing. It may not be the best idea, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, a a, a wizardly looking kobold opens the door and was just about to step out, and is startled by uh, Alar's posturing with the weapon. Um, I would say, Brokos, make your stealth roll to dart inside. Yeah. And the wizard's like, what is the meaning of this? You'll answer the questions. That's a 30. Oh, yeah, okay. He doesn't he did, remotely he notice. He does not him. notice the gerbil running by him. <laughs> so I'm going to scuttle in. I, I, I work here. Who who are you? And kind of looking at, so you're, are you still trying to look smaller in a way? Yes. All right. Uh, do you want to take over the 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 bluff, no, or you want to let Sela start talking again? I'll scowl well, at him and sheathe my rapier and say, "Very well, carry on." And we'll continue walking down the. So the the wizard, yeah, looks looks just concerned, but since you look like you belong, uh, he will make his way down the hall, and. Uh, go into another door over here. Uh, okay. So Brokos, so he'd shut his door behind him, oh. but it didn't lock it. So Brokos, you're now in this yeah. wizard's workroom. There's an L-shaped desk covered with all sorts of gadgets and vials and little bubbling things. And it clearly he was working on some sort of project. And mm. like there's a shelf with books and a couple different chairs and a big plushy red chair that had been sitting there. Well, I'm guessing this door's quite, probably quite well sealed if the engineers do their job around here. And you were so sneaky, more, we didn't yeah. see you go in there either, bro. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's true. So back in the um, hall, Sila Sila's going to shrug <laughs> and say, we should hurry and start unlocking the big vault door. What do you want to do, Brokos? I'm going to try scratching through the door with the little rat claws. <laughs> Realizing this wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> I was wondering why you were doing that. Impulsive can be something that I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know well, how I thick mean, the I... door is, but I'm scratching pretty pretty hard. Uh, ALR, make a perception roll. Okay. <laughs> I'm not great at that. Can I make a perception roll or no? You can make a perception roll with disadvantage because you're a little farther than he is. I only get a nine. No. Well, I get a 13, even oh. with the disadvantage. Okay. So, Aylar's, well, he's like, thought you heard something, and then he turned, and then, uh, yeah, Triss, yeah, there's definitely, like, faint, faint noise coming yeah, from Yeah, I'll start squealing like a, a rat being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will, I will, like, I will, like, like, you know, I'm confused and, like, checking the pockets and, like, it, oh. Okay, I, oh. I got a twenty to hear the squealing. So, <laughs> okay, you think, I think there's we a... lost someone? <laughs> I think there's a rat. Our hamster. Where's our hamster? Brokos. Brokos. And I'll just keep on scratching and like, you know. Okay, I'll open sounds. the maid. I'll open the mage's door. All right, you open the door and you see, you see him there on the on the floor, and you, you peer like, in and do a little rat shrug. Looks a little arcane study Ugh. where the wizard had been working. On you something. are a naughty little guinea pig, aren't you? Come along, Brokos. I'll get up on Alar's shoulder and, and whip my tail in his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you just going to leave and close that door? Yes. Yes. Okay. We're All not right. going to poke around in here, Don. I don't know how much time you spent creating this place, but <laughs> we are we're on a mission. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Last week, I'm like, I'll throw together the basement of this bar, thinking, oh, we're going to have a little fight. <laughs> and it turns into a dungeon crawl. So I don't know what to expect from you yeah, guys. No, You're like, ooh, not, let's go find another way out. Be prepared. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, a good DM is always prepared. <laughs> So, if you want a dungeon crawl, 
Anyway. Oh. <clears throat> Don has known us long enough to know that anything can happen. So Anything. Anything. Any players always mess with your plans. So. I was like, I just wanted a skill challenge. Not too tough, but you guys, uh, yeah, you're very stealthy, which is really good. All right, so we have, we, now we, we follow Sila. Where's Sila go? There she went. I see her. Like, it is just as, like, this is like a, a maze. It is act very much like a maze. So she, um, all right, she gets the outside vault door open, motions all of you in, shuts that door. So this is a, it's a basically a four by four room with a vault door on either side, just to give you a sense of, sense of what's going on here. Once you're into the inner chamber, then she opens up the next vault door. <clears throat> and before she does that, she turns, she says, this is really secret. Nobody about except the highest levels of the Copaco employees. And of course, engineers are allowed in here. This is where all the magic happens. Okay. Okay. And she opens the vault door. I try to look impressed. You should look impressed. Ooh, that's wow. pretty impressive. Yeah, I'd say. This is cool. And she reveals a huge chamber. I mean, it's probably 50 by 75. I guess I could use the little measurements. And you, beyond the vault, right beyond the vault door, there's like a, uh, like I'm going to say mining car tracks, like rail tracks that run perpendicular to the door. And there's some interesting carts on them, but we'll get to those. And that that runs basically along the wall that you're on, and then north looks like out of this chamber. But what occupies the bulk of the chamber is just this huge, incredibly elaborate mechanism filled with pipes and vials and things of fluid and steam popping out. And it's, I'll, I'll post the picture. It's crazy. Uh, it, it is yeah. really crazy and probably makes no sense at all to you. It just, it is, a, it is amazing work of engineering either the kobolds, the kobolds or somebody else. So it is meaningless to me. So I try to look impressed for Sila's sake. Well, she's looking impressed. She's like, I've, I only ever really get to go here on the tours. Um, yes, very nice. So which way do we need to go now? Well, as soon as you're in, she she starts closing the vault door, and it, while you're taking in the scene, because the room is illuminated, Brokos, make a perception roll. Uh, 19. Since you kind of have moved your pawn a little bit over there. Yeah. You see some motion coming up behind, there's some like large containers on the south side of the room. And you hear some like gears and some clicking noises as two odd looking dogs. They look purely mechanical, kind of come creeping around to peer in your direction. Obviously, you're very tiny mm -hmm. and they obviously see the lot of you. I am going to immediately in fear crawl up Trace's back and onto her shoulder and squeal <sighs> a little bit and obviously point that way. You know, like maybe tug her hair a little bit. Oh, okay. I look in where he is pointing, where Tiny Ratman is pointing. <laughs> okay. Well, you you should see them on the map because they uh, they approach, a, they approach, they get a little closer and then they pause, and they are like the size of large hounds, uh, and again purely mechanical. If you can zoom in on the art, it's actually really cool art. Mm -hmm. And if you want to try to make a knowledge check to see if you even know what they are, I think that would probably be a knowledge arcana. I do not know what they are. I mean, you could just make an intelligence check. If anybody else, I mean, the rest of you can oh, see got, them now. Yeah, I got a natty 20. Nice. Yes, but you are you are squeaking. Right. Yeah. I got 12. I got a 15. It sounds like I'm three. trying to talk to you, which I don't realize. I, you don't understand me. <laughs> All right, well, Brokos is the only one that really then seems to know what they are. He can't help you. So, Brokos, you know that they're, they're, um, they're clockwork hounds. Uh, they're kind of expensive mechanical guard dogs. They could be pretty dangerous. But I, I can tell that they're like dogs, right? Mm-hmm. So I will tell them, good doggies. <laughs> I like it. Good doggies. Good doggies. Okay, so they are... They're naturally suspicious because they they are supposed to be guarding this area. 
And so they are going to approach and it looks like they are like sniffing. Cool. Good doggies. So they can smell. That's great. <laughs> yeah, they have special tracking abilities. Mm-hmm. Would I know them with that information? Because I can still understand, you know, I think like I am. Uh that they are, are are they a beast form or are they certainly a it's magical right i mean it's magically like a yeah they're magical they're mechanics okay yeah they're they're constructs. constructs okay uh but with your 20 i would say that you would know a couple things about them um yeah as beyond being you know really great at guarding and tracking mm -hmm. uh, you you do know that if they are killed they tend to explode <laughs> great okay <laughs> sweet would i have any idea if i could dispel the magic would they no it's because i think the way i understand it that they're they're more more mechanical i mean I, I don't know they're i don't think you can just dispel a construct there's some really okay. great engineering going on here yeah. but let us move on very impressive see well, was... which way do we go so what, well, before you just do that, what, how else are you going to react? Because they, they are sniffing suspiciously, but you think they maybe don't have your scent yet. I have already reacted. I'm, I'm literally asking Sila which way we're going. I acknowledge their existence. I told them good dogs. And now I turn away to, to proceed on our quest. Yep. So Sila will look concerned and ah, quick, quick. And she will hop onto one of these carts. I will follow her and hop onto a cart. There are, uh, so we'll describe them. They are, they're like, like little rail carts and they each have two small metal chairs on them with a, like a hand lever on the left side that is accessible uh, either to the front or back of the chair. And you notice the chairs, because assuming that you climb in, are on a swivel so they, they can rotate and just change directions the the, to the back and Sila hops onto the, the front cart. Okay. So is it just one person per seat or can we squeeze all four of us onto? Well, it's one person to seat. Uh, although Sila is going to squeeze whichever, well, Brokos is a rat. So yeah. yes, but I mean, there's four, there's four full size people right now. Right. So each of you will have to get into a chair. It, it's okay. not a room for four people on one cart. Okay. That's so we'll what I wanted carts. to know. That's two what... carts. Okay. Okay. I hop onto the back cart. Yep. I hop onto the back cart as well. Dagmar, make sure you get on the cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Sila will hop into oh, the, there you the, are. the front chair of the front cart, and it looks like Brokos popped into I'm on. Cart I'm, also. I'm still on Triss's shoulder, so. Yes. Okay. Then we are then basically what happens is she says, uh, so do you just, you use the lever and push it forward to go forward and then you can pull it into the middle. It'll slow down to a stop and then the other direction, the other direction, but you, you got to make sure you stop before you change the direction because you could make it really stop fast. And with that, she pushes it into gear and the cart just starts going on its own. Um, Okay. Basically along the tracks. Well, then the, I pop, the hounds pop the gear continue to approach suspiciously and you can hear them kind of growling. Like they, they think something's not quite right, but they haven't figured it out because they're not smart enough to see through your magics. And then that's why we're just going. We're leaving. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, good doggies. Goodbye. I'm going to wave yeah, goodbye to Sila with my little rat paw. To oh, Sila. No, she's, she's coming, coming with, with us. us. Oh, she is? I thought she was yeah, outside she's... of the... No, still, we're not going to leave her to be torn apart us. by the machines. Well, yeah, yeah. No. Well, no. I mean, you're obviously, yes, you're going to bring her with you. <laughs> okay, well, I was wondering how you were going to get past that. So nicely done. So you begin moving along the, the track as these cards accelerate out. And it's hard to gauge how quick, how fast they are. But as you leave this huge chamber, you enter into what's almost like a mining tunnel. It actually probably very much reminds you of that very first tunnel that you went through when you got here into the Darklands because it's illuminated in the same way by those little magical shells and there's a wire kind of going along. 
it's spaced much farther apart so that there are patches of near dark in between the lights. Uh, although as you are moving along, because you're going much faster than you're walking, it, you don't ever feel like you're in the darkness. You also notice, in addition to that light, there is another like larger cable, probably almost like a eight inches in diameter, that runs along the ground uh, just to the right of the track. There's not much room to either side of the track, though. So you'd have to really press your body against the wall for a car to come passing you by. So it's not a pedestrian way. So keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times? That's what it exactly. sounds like. Exactly. I, I okay. was a missed opportunity. And, uh, yeah, Sila, she she should have been a tour guide, but she was not. And you go yeah, zipping through, and this tunnel begins winding its way. You get a sense that you're curving, you know, relative to your original position off to the right. And then the lights are just sort of whipping by you. And I'm going to change your maps here. And now you are in the tunnel map. I don't see myself. Over to the left, far left. Yeah, oh, there it left. is. Okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, there we are. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, see, uh, yeah, so Celia will just uh, be sitting in the front. And if you have any questions for her, she's, she's just quiet. She seems to be just anxious and... Just looks back every now and then and says, I really wish I had calm emotions or something like that because she's stressing me out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So the uh, you guys just are moving along at a pretty quick pace. And does anybody have... I see, then... Let me do this. Triss and Brokos can make perception rolls. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can. That's a 21. I got a 24. So you figured you've been going for probably about um, five minutes or so. And okay. A, like I said, you're moving along very fast. And you look up ahead and you can see that the track is being obstructed. And it looks like there's a small pile of debris on the track and a kind of an opening off to the left. I will call out. Stop the cart. Carts. Both of them. Both should stop now. Both should stop now. I will pull the lever to the middle. And yeah, Sila will grab the grab the lever and pull it to the, the middle, and the cart will slow down to a halt just in time as it starts kind of grinding into a pile of rocks that have been looks like they've been collapsed from the side of the tunnel. And it's not like a full cave-in, but it's enough that it, the, the carts wouldn't be able to go over it. So it kind of like starts crunching into the rocks and then comes to a halt. And uh, she's like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. What is this? How did this happen? And she's looking. And you can see that the tunnel here, there was a connector point that looks like it just had probably in a little side spot maybe to park a cart there. Or maybe so other carts could pass. And just beyond that, you can see that the wall, though, has been either blown or dug away, and that there's mm -hmm. a tunnel there. Oh. And she says, oh, that, that's not right. What could, what could be? And you also notice that there are some, uh, there's like a metal bucket sitting on the ground. No. Uh, right. <laughs> yes. Horrible, horrible rusty, flashbacks. Horrible, <laughs> rusty bucket sitting there. And it looks like it has some goo inside of it. Oh, can't oh God. Make, no. Can't quite make out any details. What do you want to do? She's like, oh, we're, we're going to have to clear these tracks to keep going. All right. So I will dismount from the rail cart and I will walk over. I will have um, one of my scimitars out and I will... Poke the bucket. Gently, not to spill the contents. I'm concerned. Yeah. You're going to be attacked by the goo. I might be. No. I don't know. I know. All right. You look, yeah, so you you gently examine the bucket and look inside. It is just, uh, well, I'm going to say just. There's some, like, slightly glowing green. It's not full liquid, but it's not a solid, just a goo. Like, uh, maybe, like, old-style Nickelodeon. <laughs> glowing gooey Slime. sitting in there. Yeah. And, but there is a distinct odor coming off of it. All right. Is it is it an odor I recognize? Uh, make a knowledge check. 
Bend down and get a good whiff there, Triss. A knowledge what? Uh, I would say you could use nature for this. I don't have that. Uh, Then just intelligence. Okay, so then that's a 10. You don't know what it is specifically, but with a 10, it strikes you as some type of bait. (laughs) Can I uh, crawl down and see it? Sure. It's particularly pungent to your little rat whiskers. I got a 19 on my nature roll. All right. Well, I don't know if Triss announced what she thought it was, but uh, assuming she did, or even if not, you it you think it is some sort of lure um, to probably draw in creatures, mm. but you you don't know what the specific creature might be attracting. But uh, I ask Sila, Sila, what is this? She'll come over and look at the bucket and it's like, I I have no idea. It's this is very odd. It's as if, I don't know, you. did you tell her what you think it was? Sure, I will tell her. When she does not have an answer, I will tell her. I, I don't know. Why would somebody do this? What would they possibly want to attract? We, we probably shouldn't linger. Clearly, uh. someone is trying to sabotage your power plant. That is what it seems like. Certainly does look like there's something interesting about this path that's dug. Um... Squeak, 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 can I squeak. crawl over to the to the path and maybe just look at the walls and get an idea of like is this a pickaxe? Is this dug by an animal? Sure. Um make a perception roll. Okay. It's not as good as this time. Seventeen. It looks like that it was dug um with tools. Although the cave beyond already existed, you suspect. And that whoever yeah. did this just continued the cave and then knocked out the wall. But since you specifically were looking at the walls, you do see that there is, uh, I'm going to say writing in the sense that somebody took like a, like a sharp rock and almost like chalk, drew a symbol on the wall that you recognize. Oh, what is this symbol? Uh, it looks like, uh, it looks similar to something that was on that shield he found. Mm. That is not helpful to me. It is not. And um, while you're standing there in the darkness, look, you know, looking down into this cave, you hear something coming towards you. Of course. Can I? Can my? I have a keen smell. Can I smell anything that uh, seems familiar, or you know, animalistic, or pick up any scent? It's not Alar. Sure. Um, you smell a lingering scent of kobold hair, mm-hmm. like a, a more pungent kobold versus the clean kopoko kobolds. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of you can now hear the sounds of like clacking, like like something is sort of if it's hitting the rocks along the way and creating mm-hmm. a clicking noise as it approaches. And something large begins to appear in the gloom. Large but you'll have to wait for next week to find out what it is. Yep. I saw that coming. <laughs> you saw it coming. You saw that coming down the tunnel, huh? Not the thing, but the, to be continued, right. not, I saw that Not coming. the horrible yeah. thing. <laughs> That's in front of the thing. Yeah. What is it? All right. Wow, nicely right. done, guys. You really just destroyed that skill challenge. Look at you. Yeah. You're well built for stealth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, not, uh, uh, no. Plus 10 always helps. Well, plus we, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what made the difference. Otherwise, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. nicely done. And right. I can't wait to see uh, see what's lurking for you next time. Oh, okay. All right. Next time. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us, as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down With Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters of Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters of Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled.